best-selling author, and a longtime friend and advisor of President Donald Roger Trump. Stone. As an outspoken libertarian, Stone has appeared on thousands of broadcasts, spoken at countless venues, and lectured before the prestigious Oxford Political Union and the Cambridge Union Society. Due to his four-plus decades in the political and cultural arena, Stone has become a pop culture icon. And now, here's your host, Roger Stone. Welcome, I'm Roger Stone, and yes, you are back in the Stone Zone. If you had told me, uh, I don't know, 30 years ago when I was working as a high-powered political strategist, a veteran of 13 national Republican presidential campaigns, that I would be hosting a web-based show with an internationally known social media star named Cat Turd, I would never have believed you but that is indeed uh, the case. Cat Turd is a social media star with a diehard fan base of literally millions of followers, particularly on X, formerly known as Twitter. According to folks over at Wikipedia, who are of course not always correct, he is known for his scatological humor. Uh, I looked through his most recent postings. I found a lot of pithy things, but none of them were particularly scatological. Almost every one of them was right on the money. A cat turd comments on socio-political current events with wit and with accuracy. And I must admit to you, he is one of the few people who is on X who can actually make me laugh out loud. He almost always, however, has a serious point. He's an outspoken critic of the two-party duopoly, the uniparty system that is plunging the country uh, into the ground and perhaps uh, slow walking us or perhaps now fast walking us to World War III. Uh, above all, Cat Turd, who by the way is Cat Turd 2, if you want to follow him on X, is an outspoken and fervent defender of free speech. Cat Turd himself uh, joins me now. Hey, hey. Welcome to the Stone Zone, my friend. How you doing, Mr. Stone? I'm very happy to have you. President Trump himself has retweeted a number of your social media posts at least seven times that I could find. Uh, and of course, sometimes you drive the fake news media somewhat crazy. Uh, I got to admit that I love that. The Rolling Stone, The Independent, uh, Media 8, Vice, The Daily Beast, other non-journalist uh, endeavors uh, are among the fake news outlets who have taken the bait uh, and it just catapulted some of your pithier posts even further. I should also mention that your book, uh, a parody, a sci-fi novel, the critically acclaimed Rabbit Skin, tells the story of two nerdy child prodigies who travel to another planet and fight for the survival of the universe uh, we'll put this up now, but again, later, you can get your copy by going to ilovecatturd.com. ilovecatturd.com. Catturd, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to be here. So uh, what do you make of these uh, House uh, Republicans? Uh, it seems, uh, first of all, you, you, you read one thing, then five minutes later, you read something else. We are going to have another vote together uh, today. We're not going to have another vote. Uh, this fellow, uh, uh, Patrick uh, McHenry, is going to serve as the interim uh, speaker pro tem. No, he isn't. Yes, he is. The only thing I, I like about that guy is his ability to look natty uh, in a bow tie. Uh, what do you think of all of this? <laughs> well, it, it, it's real simple if you break it down. Um, the Republicans only won by, what, five, five members in the election and they didn't win by 35 because we all knew what they were going to do. Um, number one, nobody wanted Kevin McCarthy as speaker, the voters, 90% of the people out here did not want Kevin McCarthy. So what do they do? They jam Kevin McCarthy down our throats. He didn't have the votes. So he went out to the holdouts and they said, we'll vote for you and put you over the line. If you do this, 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 and this, Eight minutes later, he didn't do anything. He lied like we all knew he was going to, and he got kicked out. So, I, I mean, I'm glad Matt, Matt Gates kicked him out. Matter of fact, in, in my lifetime, and I've been following politics a long time, I'm 59 years old, and uh, I've been a political junkie ever since Rush Limbaugh got on the air. 
And uh, it's the first time I, that anybody that's held a position as high as speaker who has ever lied and actually lost his job because he's a liar. And so that's something to celebrate to me, no matter how it turns out. Uh, I agree with your analysis. You know, I spoke uh, uh, at uh, the Trump Doral Resort at the Reawaken America Tour. Uh, and when I lauded Matt Gates for what I think was an extraordinary act of courage, uh, Matt Gates got a standing ovation. He wasn't even there. There were a thousand people in the room and they were cheering. Uh, I think that reflects uh, what patriots think. I understand that he's probably not too popular inside the Beltway right now, but then I don't, <laughs> I don't think he cares about what they think of him inside the Beltway, uh, and we we shouldn't either. On the other hand, uh, I don't think we can run the risk of having Hakeem Jeffries as the next Speaker of the House, and I don't trust some of these rhino Republicans. Doesn't take many to go over and cut a fat deal for themselves where they get, I don't know, a committee chairmanship or maybe some extra budget money or something else to sell out uh, the party. Do you think these guys are, these some of these Republicans are that craven? Oh yeah, I do. I do. I mean, look at Don Bacon. I mean, Don Bacon couldn't wait to go to CNN and try to destroy the speakership, the, the Jim Jordan speakership. He was on there three or four times. Uh, now we're seeing the, the holdouts now. Now you're seeing the real swamp monsters, the holdouts. And they all have something in common. They they have a lot of things in common. You can look at their Liberty score, and they're all in the 40s and 50s. They vote with the Democrats over half the time. They're really cocky and arrogant and don't really care about the voters. They uh, have a disdain for the voters that comes out and every time they tweet. Uh, and, and every single one of them is exactly like that. Uh, and they're all from safe districts. That's the other thing. They're all from districts where their constituents think closer to how you and I think than how they think. But incumbency is an extraordinarily powerful tool. The more I read about this guy, Don Bacon, Bacon the more shocking uh, it gets. I'm going to talk about that on my show right here at the Stone Zone tomorrow night, as a matter of fact. But Republicans, uh, I used to have a friend, Mike Murphy, uh, he was a political consultant. He was a talented guy. He tended to work more for the Bush types. Uh, but he did say, never underestimate the stupidity of the Republican Party. I think he got that part right. Well, the, the one thing about the Democrats is at least, even especially with Nancy Pelosi, is they stick together. So, I mean, I don't care how crazy they are, like AOC or the squad or any of them, they still all vote. If it's going to war, AOC and the squad will vote for it. But well, the Democrats, the Dem the Republicans, uh, uh, you know, th this isn't the 90s anymore. And this isn't uh, um, uh, uh, the Bush years anymore. This is, I mean, they have, I mean, they're arresting their political opponents, folks. They're arresting their political opponents. And we got people up there screaming mud principles. And, uh, you know, this is, I don't think this is constitutional. And, and, and if they don't wake up and start fighting, you have to fight like they do. And if they don't start fighting like they do, then we're, we're in trouble. So yesterday we were treated to images of uh, what appears to me to be hundreds uh, of uh, protesters occupying the U.S. Capitol in violation of the law, thousands more outside. Uh, yet, and I saw that, I, I believe I saw that arrests were made, but I've seen no discussion of insurrection uh, and no evidence that people will be thrown in prison for many, many years for doing this. Are we, is this yet another example of the two-tier justice system? Yeah, of course it is. I mean, what would be the, the exact equal response? The FBI would now be putting all these people on their most wanted list. They would be raiding their homes in, this week, going in after them, putting in the, put them in the gulag, no trial date. I don't care if it's a misdemeanor. They no trial date, solitary confinement for three years, and 22 years in prison, even if he wasn't there. Yeah, it's it's very very hard to believe that this is uh, happening uh, uh, in the United States. I had the privilege of uh, being on the premiere episode of Laura Loomer's new Rumble-based show. We love, love Laura, by the way. We love Rumble, uh, and you can uh, subscribe to us here at Rumble by going to rumble.com slash Roger Stone. We would appreciate that. 
but uh, she had a terrific show uh, that was centered around uh, a report in Newsweek, which is not your daddy's Newsweek. Newsweek, the magazine that most Americans are familiar with, went out of business years ago, uh, and they sold their trademark uh, and their uh, uh, and their masthead and their name to the Daily Beast. So don't get too excited, folks. It's not the Newsweek uh, you remember. Uh, they had a story which says the FBI has now started a special category of Trump supporters uh, who will be targeted, I guess, I guess, for surveillance or because uh, they're suspected of violence in preparation of the 2024 election. This kind of remember, reminds me back when Hillary said that we were a basket of deplorables. This idea that we vilify the people who support our political opponents. I don't love Joe Biden, uh, but I don't attack his supporters as mentally deranged. Uh, what's your take on this? Uh, well, first of all, love Rumble. Our show's on Rumble, my podcast, and I love Laura Loomer. Uh, she's fearless, which is hard to do. You know, people, um, I'm sorry, I just want to talk about this for one second, but please do, please do. When, 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 yeah, when, when you get attacked, it, it's easy to say, hey, I'll stay strong if I'm attacked, but I don't think some people realize how bad we're attacked. I mean, I get hit pieces uh, written about me pretty much every two or three days in major articles. Uh, I was swatted last week uh, during my podcast. Uh, someone called and pretended to be me, said I had stabbed somebody with a knife and had a gun and was going to kill myself. I had police all over my uh, property uh, coming in <laughs> everywhere. I get death threats even in my mailbox. So um, uh, uh, look at you. They uh, put you, wanted to put you in prison for life for nothing. Uh, and so it's 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 easy to uh, um, to say, hey, you know, it wouldn't bother me. But when you have a huge target on your back, um, it's great to have people like you, Laura Loomer. You don't have to believe everything we say, but um, man, the 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 fearlessness and to keep saying what you believe, and no matter how many people say something else, you just keep going. I, I love that about her. I love that about you. And there's not many of us out there, and and we're hated by Republicans. We're hated by Democrats. We're hated by uh, all the newspapers. We're hated by just about everybody except our group of people, that, you know, that, that, that like listening to us. So, well, the good news but is you've two, million, two million folks following you, which I admire very much. Uh, and I totally agree with everything you just said. People say to me, um, why are you always out there raising money for your legal defense fund? It's pretty simple. My wife and I still have 11 baseless meritless, uh, uh, groundless civil suits filed against us as a mean of harassment. Uh, they have no basis in fact or reality, uh, but they're used to blacken your name. Uh, we've already been through hell. We lost our home, uh, car, uh, our savings, most of our insurance for two years, uh, my ability to make a living. Uh, I was gagged very similarly yeah. to the way President Trump has just been gagged in D.C. Uh, I couldn't uh, travel uh, without permission of the court. So making a living was extraordinarily difficult. And then people say, oh, you're raising money. You're a grifter. No, walk a mile in my shoes. Yeah. Uh, go, go to lunch sometime in a public place and have someone throw food at you and call you a Russian traitor when there's no evidence to support that whatsoever. Or, or my all-time favorite. When my, my granddaughter, my eldest granddaughter, was uh, giving birth in a Cleveland hospital to my one uh, and only great-grandson, someone called the room, and when she answered the phone, said, I hope your baby is stillborn. That's what we're dealing with. That is what These, we're dealing they're, they're, with. Yeah, they, they preach love, but they practice hate. That's the left. They they. They they uh, uh, the scream about we're the love and we're we're all about love and peace, but there's just no example of them ever doing it. It's always hate, and I get doxxed and uh, and and everything. I live out here in the country, you know. I'm a country boy. I live in North Florida. I've lived in Florida for a long time, and um, so you know they come out here and try to mess with me. But you know, we're, out here in the country, we take care of our own, so I don't worry about it too much. Well, you're very wise, in my opinion, not to show your actual picture. Uh, I would love to be able to just put up an image. Uh, among other things, I wouldn't have to worry about how my hair looked that particular day. 
uh, or whether I shaved or put on a tie and wonder whether, did I wear this tie earlier this week? Because I don't want to wear the same tie, you know, two days in a row. Uh, what kind of heathen would do something like that? Uh, but you live in Florida, as I do. Uh, what is your assessment of the current status of the presidential campaign of our governor, Ron DeSantis? Well, the, the man, <clears throat> uh, man. So I liked Governor DeSantis when he when he was governor, and and, and I pushed hard for him to be the governor. And uh, but I mean, I've never seen a dumber political move in my life. Number one, you know, I'm a I'm a Trumper to the end. I'm on the Trump train. I started on the Trump train. I'm not ending. I don't I don't think there's anyone that can turn this country around but Trump. He's going to win the primary in a landslide. Everybody else is already out of it. But I also don't want a liberal uh, Gavin Newsom uh, um, type uh, governor to come to our state. But all he had to do, this is it. All he had to do was just support Trump hardcore. This time, I mean, go out and rally with him and just push, push, push Trump. And then if when Trump wins, which I think he's going to, uh, he can only stay four more years. So DeSantis would have the full support in 2028. He's still a young man. He's like 44 years old. And, and you know, so he'll be 47, 48 years old in 2028. And he could have walked, he could have with a, with with supporting Trump and his supporters, and then us turning around and supporting him. He could have probably walked in the White House in 2028. I, I've never seen anything dumber in my life. And actually, some people that kind of maybe not in his inner campaign, but involved, you know, asked me my opinion. I said, "Do not run. Were you nuts?" Yeah, I agree with your assessment. I mean, I must say that. Um... Speaking occasionally to the former president, uh, when I told him the first time that Ron was going to run against him, he simply did not believe me. So there's no chance whatsoever. I made the guy. He was in single digits. Uh, the uh, Every single Republican county chairman in Florida had endorsed uh, his opponent, the agriculture commissioner, uh, uh, Adam Putnam, who looks kind of like Opie. Uh, and uh, as had every Republican member of the state legislature, the state Senate, state House, state Senate president, the Speaker of the House, every Republican member of the congressional delegation, with the exception of Matt Gates, uh, had endorsed Adam Putnam. Uh, and the truth is, tr Trump is exactly right about this. Ron was running at about 7% in the statewide polls, 7 uh, He was behind, last time I looked, uh, before the endorsement, he was behind 48 to 7. So uh, when you're reading a poll as a professional, as a candidate comes to 50 or above 50, they generally speaking have that race won. Uh, and you can see the growth of Adam Putnam, who had substantial money for television and substantial backing from the Republican establishment. And he had come 41, 42, 46, 48. He was on his way to 50 and putting the race, this race away. <clears throat> Uh, and then, as Donald Trump has said, uh, Ron DeSantis went to him literally with tears in his eyes uh, and begged for an endorsement. Uh, and the tweeted endorsement of Donald Trump changed all of that overnight, catapulted Ron DeSantis to the governorship. Uh, and uh, I've never seen that before, by the way. Generally speaking, uh, as a veteran of 45 years in American politics, support is not transferable. No one says, well, I'm voting for Smith because Jones has endorsed him and I like Jones. Smith is usually uh, voted for or against on their own merits and depending on who else uh, is running. Donald Trump is the only political figure I've seen in the 45 years that I've done this that actually has coattails. Even the great Ronald Reagan never had coattails like this. Uh, and uh, Trump's endorsement of Ron catapulted him to the governorship. Uh, and then, as I've said on this show, uh, Trump changed his schedule uh, three times in the last two weeks to come here uh, and campaign for both Ron DeSantis and Senator Rick Scott. And I think dragged both of them in razor thin uh, races. It was close. Line. Ridiculously close. And if Brenda Snipes in Broward County had been <clears throat> out manufacturing and counting ballots, Neither one of them would probably be in office. By the way, one of the better things Ron DeSantis did was firing her. Uh, on the other hand, yeah. he just 
for a pension of $250,000 a year, when in fact she should have been prosecuted for a long, long record uh, of illegal election fraud. That's a, a side story. So I agree with your analysis that all this guy had to do is wait to be a contender. Now, I also yeah. think I also think that even if he had done so, his flaws as a candidate ultimately would have shown up in the 2028 contest, because I think likability is very important in a candidate. It is. There's there, there's something about Trump and, and you've been around a long time and um and, you know, I was a big Reagan fan, too. You know, I served in I, I served in the Army. He was my commander-in-chief. I mean, what a great commander-in-chief if you serve in the Army for a little while, huh? But um, so um, that's, all he, that's all he had to do. But he's just not, a, he's just not that good of a candidate. I mean, it's, he, he's goofy. He, 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 just, he just doesn't have that draw. I mean, tr Trump's like Elvis. I mean, you know, I, I'm just telling you. There's nobody. Think of a political candidate. He's been out of the presidency now for three years, pretty much, and he can still, in a, in five minutes, go to the the smallest, weirdest, just uh, wherever Idaho, and pack ten thousand people in, and that'll and they'll all go there nine hours before just to get a better seat. I mean, I've never seen that in politics ever, uh, and cause a media sensation by dropping by some local pizza place. People yeah, go, and he's go, real, and the people love him. The, the, the media is always – they're trying to say everybody hates Trump. I've never seen people love a political figure, love them like they do Trump, never in my life. It's, and it's not even close. Well, and the poll numbers actually confirm that. In other words, look, I've been reading survey research for 45 years in this business, and, and I share your love and reverence for Ronald Reagan. But even Reagan never had approval ratings, never had a vote share – never had the intensity of support that Donald Trump has. He is a, he is a natural phenomena, uh, an absolute phenomena. Uh, we have a question from our Rumble live chat uh, for Cat uh, Turd and I. It is, uh, what about RFK Jr.? Do you think he will take more votes for Biden or from Trump? There's a question for both of us. Cat Turd, I'm going to let you go first. Well, uh, I go. I'm going against the grain on this. I mean, he come out and said I'm going to hurt Trump worse, and and and, and the media is like that he's going to hurt Trump worse. But I just I don't see it. The guy came out for reparations yesterday. I mean, so that's going to make Trump supporters vote for him or Democrats vote for him. But you know, you got to be careful with a third party uh, a candidate anytime. But uh, some people say it's going to be a wash. But I actually think he's going to hurt the Democrats bad. Because, and 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 I'll, I'll say a little bit more because the these 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 people on the left they have this unnatural hate that's been just brainwashing them for Trump and some people just ain't gonna be able to pull the 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 the, uh, the lever for him but they hate Biden and what's happening in the economy and they realize that this ain't it and 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 you know everything's getting destroyed so they I think they'll pull the trigger for RFK Jr. That's just my philosophy and it is against the grain. Uh, it, it, you know, it may or may not be. I think actually it's very, very early in the process. So therefore, there's no right or wrong answer. Some of the earlier polling uh, showed him pulling disproportionately from Biden. Some of the more recent polling, a Marist poll yesterday, which is a credible pollster uh, with credible methodology, uh, showed him pulling disproportionately for Trump. Uh, I do think there's a lot people need to learn. If you recognize that to the extent that RFK is known today, and let's be clear, 60% of the people are still unfamiliar with him. And by the way, if you think the name Kennedy is magic, you misunderstand the fact that most people under 50 have no historical None. frame of reference. It doesn't mean anything to like it does to me. Uh, I have new found respect for John F. Kennedy. Now, I'm a Nixon guy, but I now recognize that John F. Kennedy was a fervent anti-communist. Uh, he favored a silverback dollar. He was in favor of a, a very large defense buildup uh, because he thought the Soviets were getting too strong. Uh, he had a deep distrust of our intelligence agencies, ended up uh, getting him killed, in my opinion. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, in many ways, Trump is, uh, is at least the philosophical heir to JFK, interestingly enough. An outsider, 
someone that the the Washington insiders uh, did not control, could not control. They couldn't control JFK. Their preferred candidate was Lyndon Johnson. Uh, they ultimately got Lyndon Johnson. Well, that's a whole separate conversation for later. Uh, but uh, I, I think that, that uh, Sean Hannity, for example, the other night, in one of the most riveting pieces of television I've seen in a long time, he just drilled RFK. Why did you support Hillary Clinton in 2012? Why did you support Hillary Clinton in 2016? Why did you support Barack Obama? Uh, why did you support Bernie Sanders? Uh, why did you call the National Rifle Association a terrorist group? Uh, and that that's just a warm-up. Since then, we have learned that RFK fears, uh, favors paying reparations to African Americans over slavery. I think he sought to reel that back in today and say, oh, well, yeah, yeah. he was moonlocking like Michael Jackson today on that one. <laughs> it, didn't work, it didn't work too well. He also wants to but, end limited immunity for police officers, which is almost beyond belief. He is gaga over uh, global warming, which I yeah, think is the, the hoax. Think, think so, so uh, here's something everybody needs to understand. So, um, RF, uh, he's gotten a pass because he was going to run as a Democrat. He just came over as an independent and we hadn't had, we hadn't had, you know, <laughs> the, the online influencers now, now we're going to, you know, we're going to expose him now. So we've given him a free pass because we've been fighting all the other primary opponents against Trump. But, you know, you know, uh, Dilly and the meme team and my meme team and everybody's meme team. Um, we hadn't started, uh, uh exposing who he really is yet. So that that's going to happen soon. And I can promise you it will, uh, um, it will have an effect. Well, look, I, I myself admit that there are things about him that I like. I like his position on health freedom. I like his position on closing the borders. Uh, I like his skepticism uh, and his understanding of what the war in Ukraine is really about and his skepticism of wider war. I like those things, but that does not yeah. tell a fuller picture of who he is. And, uh, well, you don't want to mess with Brendan Dilly, I'll tell you that. Uh, you don't want to mess with the, <laughs> the Dilly meme team. The Dilly meme team. I they know. Are. I'm good friends. With, I'm good friends with them guys and have been for a while. And I, I love them. I love the whole, all, the whole group. Yeah, I'm with you on that. They're extraordinarily uh, talented, but they're also extraordinarily entertaining and therefore extraordinarily effective. Uh, you do not want to get in their, uh, in their philosophical crosshairs. I think Robert Kennedy's uh, got a larger problem, which nobody seems to be focused on. And that is getting on the ballot as an independent. You don't, just, right. you don't just wave a wand and you're on the ballot as an independent. It doesn't work that way. There are 50 individual state laws uh, that govern how to get on the ballot as an independent. I can tell you, having helped uh, Gary Johnson, the former governor of New Mexico, who's a very good man, uh, was a Libertarian Party nominee in 2012. Uh, again, in 2016, I supported him in 2012. I'm proud to say I supported Donald Trump, my friend of 45 years in 2016. I switched back to the Republican Party. But uh, even in that case, uh, Johnson was able to get on the ballot in 30 states as the Libertarian Party nominee because the LP had permanent ballot status in around 30 states. And then he had to petition his way on in the balance of 20 states. This is not simple. This is a very arcane, difficult, expensive, time-consuming, manpower-intensive, uh, and legally tricky process. Uh, and uh, I saw that uh, Robert Kennedy's campaign manager, Dennis Kucinich, uh, who I respect as a true anti-war Democrat, uh, resigned quietly from his campaign last week. Yeah, uh, he's sure uh, Not sure what that's about. Uh, Dennis is a good man. We don't. Again, I don't agree with him on everything, but he has been an opponent of the endless that's... foreign wars that the that the Uniparty tries to drag this country into. Yeah, uh, that's a name I, I hadn't heard in a long time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know who there who has the skill to get Robert Kennedy on the ballot. It's a Herculean task. And it cannot just be assumed. And if you're not on the ballot in 200 in enough states to win 270 electoral votes, then what is the point of your candidacy? 
Yeah, well, he 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 he's not going to win anyway. But <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, what what is his hope going as independent? Does he want to draw enough from Trump to make Joe Biden go in there again? And I I still don't think Joe Biden's going to be the the candidate. So I don't see how he can. He can barely walk and talk now. Uh, here is a, another question now from Rumble Live Chat. Uh, this is specifically for you, Cat Turn, and this is from Barb Meyer. Uh, who says, do you think the Democrats or the Republicans will destroy their own party first? It seems that both can't continue as it is. Good question. Yeah, so um, I always say, because sometimes I'm just like, at some point, and the p people will always say, well, if you go third party, you're just, you're just putting the Democrats in. But at some point, there's going to have to be a viable third party for, the, for me, for this country to make it, because... We don't have two parties now. We got one party up there in the swamp, and they all think alike. And uh, uh, so uh, the only person in my lifetime that could actually go third party that would have a prayer was Trump. I mean, I remember Ross Perot. I know you do, too. That and that was some entertainment. Yes, it was. <laughs> that guy was hilarious. But he spent $100 million of his own money over two presidential races, and he had the money to spend. And by the way, exactly. many of the states have made ballot access far more difficult since then, because so, they weren't going to let that happen again. That, uh, that's uh, for sure. Uh, I agree with you that Trump has the outside personality, outsized personality to do this, uh, but I don't think it's necessary because the Republican Party uh, has been the subject of a hostile takeover uh, by its America First wing. Uh, at the grassroots yeah. of the Republican Party, this is Donald Trump's party. Period. And they can't win without us. They can't uh, win without us. They don't have a prayer without us. Well, the feckless, gutless, weak-kneed, uh, lily-livered, spineless, white wine-swelling country club Republicans uh, who who are typical of the party in Washington D.C. are not reflected at the grassroots. So uh, we don't need a second party. We need to take back the second part. The we don't need a third party. We need to take back the second party. Because it is really the party of Trump, unlike anything that I have ever seen. Look, look how rudderless they are without him. I mean, they're just flailing in the wind. They have no leadership. I mean, you look at Mitch McConnell. I mean, uh, uh, you know, he's a, he's a freeze pop sitting up there staring at everything. He can't even talk. Uh, uh, you, know, you know, everybody knows how much I can't stand McCarthy. I literally on the podcast told everybody nine months in advance, month by month, exactly how it was going to go, and it did. Because he he's a swamp creature. And no matter how much they set up there uh, on election when it's election and act, act like they're the right of George Washington, you know they're always going to go back and be the, the swamp creature they always are. They always going to be that person. You know, one of the other things I want to congratulate you uh, for is uh, being consistently outspoken uh, in your support uh, for the effectiveness of ivermectin. I know this firsthand. Yeah, it's just 10 days ago, uh, I had a touch of the COVID-19 virus. Uh, I, of course, uh, being a man, I resisted being tested. Uh, ultimately, my wife and my daughter insisted that I be tested. My daughter is a registered nurse. I did test positive. Uh, and uh, after three days of both ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, um, I was back to 100% normal. Now, that very day, I read in Newsweek, of all places, that both of them have proven to be completely and totally ineffective. Uh, I, how many times can you recite <laughs> the same BS? It's, it's almost beyond belief. Uh, ivermectin has been a miracle drug for a long time. Um, it's not a horse. It is a horse dewormer. It, it, they, I mean, man, uh, if you have a pet and see how many times they, they give you give them ivermectin. But it's also uh, a, a reward winning for humans and always has been. They had to demonize it so they could rush the vaccine and they couldn't get all these this vaccine approved in, 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 in months unless they demonized ivermectin and they, and they acted like something. It also caused pennies a dose to make. And uh, that wouldn't have made Pfizer $83 billion and, and, and Moderna $95 billion. But um, uh, don't even get me started with COVID. I mean, that's, it's the from the very beginning, I mean, it's the only thing I ever went against Trump on was the lockdowns for two weeks. Um, I just I don't do it, people. 
<laughs> I mean, the whole thing was such a lie from the beginning, and especially Dr. Fauci, everything he said, everything that was said was so non-common sense and so ridiculous. I mean, stuff like, um, I'm vaccinated and the vaccination and the vaccines are miracles, but I, I, I'm going to get it from you because you're unvaccinated. <laughs> it don't make any, none of it made any sense. None of the things. And when, the hospital protocols, what killed everybody, they went in there, give them as minivered or whatever it's called. And it, it shut everything down. Then they put them on a ventilator. Then they died. And, 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 and there needs to be a lot of people, thousands worldwide going to prison over this COVID thing. Thousands. Starting well, with Dr. Fauci. The real question is, uh, will there even be an investigation? Will, will there ever be justice in yeah. this entire matter is like, is it, as opposed to the old, oh, sorry, we screwed up. Let's just move on. Uh, I thought that well, Robert Kennedy's book on the real Anthony Fauci was one of the most powerful books I've ever read. I, I for one, was extraordinarily convinced this man is a criminal. But here's the worst part, Catcher. Not only did he cost perhaps millions of people their lives, but he made millions of dollars while he was doing it. It's of course not he a, did. It's not a conflict of interest for him to own stock uh, in a company that makes the vaccination that he, on the other hand, is essentially mandating and requiring. What kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> And then they, they they always try to start a – even the Republicans fell for this, and they're like, when we get in there, we're going to find out the, the origins of COVID. We, we did it, Was it in a lab or was it in a lab? Who gives a damn? Of course it was in a lab. We don't care. I mean, they're, 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 so they're arguing about that, which means nothing because we all know it came from the lab. But And they're not getting into the uh, – um, to the, the, the unbelievable scam of the whole thing through the vaccines to the boosters – and you know now they got the new boosters, and only like two percent of the people are taking it. Uh, uh, Pfizer had to uh, uh, adjust their uh, quarterly uh, money down nine billion dollars, and uh, it's just it's it's just the whole thing. Nothing they said ever made sense. It was all a lie. It was easy for anybody with common sense to just realize that they're lying. I mean, when you close down churches but you keep the liquor stores open, that should be right there, right there. Just that, that should tell you everything right there. You make an excellent point. Actually, by law, if there's an oral drug that uh, effectively treated the virus, then by law, you could not have a vaccination. So you're absolutely exactly. right. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine so, had had to be uh, had to be demonized, uh, demonized and discredited uh, to make way for the billion dollar contract to inoculate everybody in our military. It's a nine, it was a $9 billion contract. Think about that. With, yeah, with a technology that's never been used before, and they don't tell you what's in it. They don't say, okay, um, uh, you go down to Walgreens, and, and, and there's a 110-pound lady, take it, uh, who's on five medications. None of that matters. Here, sh shoot it. Next guy's 350 pounds, and he's on 10 medications. I mean, it doesn't matter. Shoot, same dose. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. There's just no way I was ever going to take it. And, and I'm so glad I didn't. And I have people that I know that took it and just, it destroyed their lives. Yeah. Destroyed I mean, their the, lives. The fact that it never went to clinical trials, uh, the fact that the companies that manufactured it had no legal liability whatsoever, that alone yeah. should do this was dangerous. Uh, this is, uh, I've seen firsthand the way this has divided families, uh, the way it has destroyed lives. But here's my question. Are they about to try the same thing again? Because it appears to me that they are. Yeah, but nobody's falling for it now. That's the thing. So I, I've said during the whole COVID situation that the only way this is going to end is if people just end it. Small businesses, go open your businesses up. Stop listening to these crazy people. Uh, and so, uh, I mean, you shut down the whole world economy. I mean, I've been around a long time, you know, I, I've, I've, I've swine flu, bird flu. Was there... Uh, bird flu variant uh, number one, and then six months later, bird flu variant number five, then bird flu. And, and there's a new variant every three months. And magically, they have a <laughs> they have a new vaccine ready to go for the new variant three seconds after they discover it. It's just, well, I mean, who who would fall for this anymore? It, it's it's so, it's so laughable well, to fall for this. 
Sure, Bill Gates has already told us there's another pandemic right around the corner. How could he possibly know that? How could he know that? Yeah. No, it, it's, uh, it is pretty ridiculous. Here's a, a live chat question uh, on Rumble Live Chat. Mr. Stone, what a pair, you and Cat Turd. Can you both do a show at least every seven or ten days? Uh, learning so much. <laughs> uh, also, you can both talk about the power of Rumble. Sure, we'd be happy to do that. We'll tell you where to send the checks. We we really appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, so so I, I like to talk about Rumble because um, when we started our podcast uh, a year and a half ago, and by the way, we were just ranked uh, our par our podcast in the litter box with Jules Jones and I. We were just ranked like twenty second, uh, um, you know, best podcast on Rumble, which we're proud of because we didn't we didn't have any name recognition going in uh, like most people, and we didn't have we we wouldn't already have. 2 million YouTube uh, subscribers we were pulling over. So we started with one person <laughs> and, and listen to my voice. I'm not a natural podcast person. You know, I'm an old country boy uh, with, with a Southern drawl. And then of course she has the perfect radio voice, but we didn't have anywhere to go. And we were using a D live and gaming places. Now um, we just got thrown off for Twitch for playing. Uh, they said that we were playing uh, domestic terrorist videos so um, the domestic terrorist video we played was some of the footage that uh, uh, of the uh, uh, Q shaman uh, that Tucker played from January 6th. That, so they, they kicked us off the platform for that. Yeah, no, believe me, I know the feeling. I'm, uh, of course, banned for life on YouTube. Never gave me any reason, just unilaterally one day, boom, gone. Uh, I lasted on Discord exactly 12 hours. Before I was banned for life. No explanation about that either. Uh, banned for life on Facebook. Now, folks, this is very important. There's a Roger Stone on Facebook. Uh, uses my picture. Uses my bio. Lifted the bio from X, which should be known as Twitter. It's not me, folks. Don't follow that guy because it's not me. He seems to, he, this person, whoever it is, seems to take uh, content from my X page and post it over to Facebook, I think, to give you the impression that is me. But believe me, if it was me, I would be deplatformed like that. So I guarantee yeah. you that it is not <laughs> also uh, deplatformed at Instagram. I used to have great uh, following at Instagram. Uh, I had a lot of Reagan videos up there, a lot of Trump videos. Uh, uh, I talked a lot about my book, The Man Who Killed Kennedy, The Case Against LBJ. Uh, had a long dissertation there, uh, gone, all gone. I love Rumble. Uh, by the way, you can get a copy of this great book, The Man Who Killed Kennedy, The Case Against LBJ. If you're interested in the Kennedy assassination, go to themanwhokilledkennedy.com. This is how we pay for the Stone Zone, by the way. Uh, only a week ago, I don't know if you saw this cat turd, but Paul Landis, an 88-year-old uh, retired Secret Service agent came forward and completely blew up the entire, uh, you know, single uh, uh, magic bullet theory. Yeah. Three bullets all hit JFK all from the back. He blew it wide open, uh, which is completely consistent uh, with my book. It was actually an exciting moment. And here's the amazing thing. The New York Times actually covered it. They actually covered it. It was quite extraordinary. Anyway, if you're a Kennedy assassination aficionado, if this interests you, uh, I urge you to grab your copy of uh, The Man Who Killed Kennedy, The Case Against LBJ. Uh, I think you will find it uh, very fast moving. I uh, also want to remind you while we have him uh, that Cat Turd's book, which is a sci-fi novel, uh, is available. Uh, it's called Rabbit Skin, uh, and you can go to ilovecatturd.com. Uh, and get your own copy of that great tome because we're about doing commerce here at the Stone Zone. We're all yeah. about business. Uh, so we both appreciate your uh, your patronage. Uh, buy one or both of these great books. And I, I'm sure you will enjoy them. Catcher, did you see the video of Joe Biden last night? On, I think he was on an airplane. Appeared he was on an airplane. Oh. He seemed to be wearing some kind of, I don't know, like a trundle bundle, like a pajama top. I don't know if it had feet in it or not, but that was really strange. Man, I, 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 it's, <laughs> I, I listened to it twice and tried to just, you know, 
somehow make out what the hell he's talking about. It made it was just gobbledygook. It was just it, it made no sense whatsoever. And then ten second hes- hesitations between words, and then just freezing. And boy, you could see blinking back there in a panic, going, "Please shut the hell up." Yeah, you could see that on his face. He was gritting his teeth. I think he. Or what I think happens is I think he loses his train of thought in the middle of a sentence. So he he starts saying something, but then he loses complete track of what he was saying, and then he just appears lost. I actually, I honestly feel bad for the guy. I think this is elder abuse. Uh, he's not running the country. Nobody in their right mind believes that. I don't wish him any ill well. I wish he would retire. Uh, but uh, it, I can't possibly see him as a viable candidate for re-election. I don't, I don't think he's going to be the candidate. I've said that from the beginning. I just don't think there's at, there's something going to happen in the next six months. Um, they're going to say his health's bad or something, and they're going to try to get Gavin Newsom or somebody like that in. It's not going to be it's not going to be uh, the, uh, the 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 cackling weirdo Camilla Kamala Harris. She's just getting she's getting nuttier. She's getting nuttier every day, and she she just laughs and she don't make any sense. And man. She doesn't have dementia, and she makes less sense uh, than Joe Biden. Yeah. So here's another question from Rumble Live Chat. This is from uh, Free Dix, who says, Roger and Cat Turd, what is your take on the U.S. military bases being attacked currently in the Middle East? Well, you know, I'm a big no-war guy, and uh, um, um, I'm a America first. You know, you come here and you attack us. I, you know, I'm 60 years old. I'll be the first to, uh, to be back in uniform again. But um, why do we have to be everywhere? And why do we have to fund? If you think about it, going back to after World War II to Korea, I don't care. I said the other day, if if they're at the South Pole and there's two three-man tent uh, uh, igloos fighting over well blubber, we're going to go there and we're going to fund it. And uh, and just like it doesn't matter what it is, Vietnam, North Vietnam, and, and South Vietnam are fighting. And, and what do we do? We go over there and get in the middle of it and lose tens of thousands of men over what? Now, why, what, how can we get out of the Middle East and, and just for good? Uh, and I know we're going to have to be involved in a little bit, but you, you do what Trump did. You, you go energy independent. We have more oil and gas and natural gas and, and the ability to get it with fracking and, and, and uh, Alaska and, and, and everywhere. That we don't never have to worry about what they do in the Middle East. We we can we we can we have so much more oil and gas than them. It's ridiculous. And but when you shut our oil production down like uh, um, like Biden did when Trump had us exporting uh, oil for the first time ever, uh, then you have to go over there and make deals with the Middle East. But um, if anybody can tell me what uh, uh, getting rid of. Uh, um, you know, uh, toppling all these leaders and toppling their countries and going to these uh, Korea wars and Vietnams and Ukraine and funding Ukraine. If you can tell any benefit we've ever gotten in this country over the last 40 years, I'd love to hear it because I don't think there's been any benefit except trillions of dollars spent and a lot of really great young men heroes dead and maimed. Uh, I could not uh, agree with you more. This is why Uh, before leaving the Republican Party briefly to become a libertarian. The last vote I cast in a Republican presidential campaign uh, in Florida was for Congressman Ron Paul. Uh, I I share your dislike of war, but if you look at yesterday's daily UK mail, uh, U.S. chooses 2,000 troops to be prepared to deploy to the Middle East uh, as a second aircraft carrier is moved into the Mediterranean. Uh, the post-millennial. Biden administration has selected 2,000 troops to prepare to deploy to support Israel. Uh, it, it's very clear to me that we're about to get sucked into a two-front war. Gets, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, if there, there, there's nothing the two parties can agree on but one thing, and that's war, 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 war. They agree on that. Now, that's why Ukraine is never-ending. It's never ending. Every other day, there's a billion, 1.6 billion going, and it, and and it's because both parties. Uh, I mean, uh, Turtle McConnell got up there and he said two or three times when he can talk, he said the most important thing. There's one important thing in the Republican Party right now, and that's Ukraine. 
the support of Ukraine. That's the most important thing to the Republican Party. That's supposed to be the leader of the Republican Party saying that. And there's not 1% of the Republican voters that believe that. We have 370,000 homeless veterans in this country. I'm sorry, but for me, that's a higher priority than funding the war in Ukraine. And then you have Senator Lindsey Graham saying, we should oh, bomb God. on whether we can prove that they were involved in this attack in Gaza yeah. or not. We should just bomb them. This <laughs> just bomb it. He will not God. be happy until we're, we're embroiled in World War III. Yeah. He, he, God. Oh. What a joke. And the only reason I'm a Republican right now is because I have to be to vote for Trump in the primary. But just as soon as I vote for Trump in the primary, I'm I'm changing my affiliation for the first time uh, since I started voting um, back in 1982. Uh, people don't realize this, but the only reason that uh, Lindsey Graham is in the United States Senate is because South Carolina has an open primary law. That means Republicans, independents, and Democrats can vote in the Republican U.S. Senate primary. South Carolina Republicans need to close their primary to party members only, uh, like most of the states, uh, and that would be the end of Lindsey Graham. This guy is just bloodthirsty. There's no other way to describe it. And he, and he, and he never goes. He's, he's in the rear with the gear, you know. He, he don't do anything. He sits in his ivory tower, and, and he don't care how many kids come back with, with no legs and no arms uh, for no reason. Catcher, uh, let me ask you this, a personal question. Uh, where can people purchase this great cat turd hat uh, that I see so many people wearing online? Because I want to wear it in our next segment together. <laughs> okay, I'd love to send you one. But uh, yeah, I love catturd.com where you said the book. There's all kinds of uh, gear there and uh, beanies and hats and shirts and, and bumper stickers. I got a new hat. I got I got a new beanie of cat turd shooting a bird, and I can't keep those in stock. I never I never realized that'd be popular, but it is. All right, folks, if you're following us right now uh, in the live chat, I ask you to please uh, follow uh, Rumble.com/slash Roger Stone. We are proud to be building our follower following on Rumble. Uh, we love Rumble because they are truly committed to free speech. Uh, I got kneecapped at YouTube, and I never looked back. We're very grateful to uh, Chris Pavlovsky and the great folks at Rumble for making this great platform available. As I said, I had a, it was a great privilege for me to be on Laura Loomer's uh, Maiden uh, show the other night. We had a great time. Uh, we let it all hang out. I'm still getting attacked uh, every single day on X. <laughs> but if you're not getting attacked, as you know, that means you're not doing something right. Uh, you know, I, I, I think it's, I, 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 I think it, go ahead. Uh, as I said in the movie, uh, uh, get me Roger Stone. I revel in your hatred because if you did not hate me, uh, I would not be effective. Uh, it's, uh, it just goes with the territory. Uh, I always tell you really what I think. And I, you, you made a point, which I want to come back to. And that is, you know, while I have a, a great sentimental attachment to the party of Lincoln, and the party of Goldwater and the party of Eisenhower, uh, the party, obviously, of Nixon, my mentor, the party of Ronald Reagan, the party of Trump. The sad fact is the two parties today uh, are really one. It is one uniparty. It is one. Uh, it is one duopoly. And sadly, uh, they're all in it together. That doesn't mean every leader in the Washington is corrupt and in on it. So, for example, Senator Rand Paul, I think, is a good man and a true independent, me, although he's a Republican. Me too. Mike Lee, another example of a good man. Uh, there are many in the party who are good people, but but I've seen this in the 30 years I lived in Washington. It becomes a money chase. It's all about the money. It's all about getting the money to get reelected. Uh, I'm not sure what I will do after Donald Trump is reelected right now. My great concern is uh, that we have a free, fair, honest, transparent election so that he can get reelected. He wins um, in a landslide then, if it's just fair. Uh, I agree with that, uh, but I would be uh, less than honest if I didn't say that I'm concerned about this tsunami of lawfare against him uh, in yes. D.C., in South Florida, in Fulton County, Georgia, uh, in uh, Manhattan, New York. I mean, if he weren't running for president, does anybody believe that any of these manufactured charges would have been brought against him? Does anyone actually no. believe that? 
not one. If he would have just said, okay, I lost, I'm, I'm retiring. I'm going to uh, go back into business. No, nothing would have been done. Uh, and that's the amazing thing about him. I, I didn't talk to him last night. I talked to him the night before. Uh, his mood is extraordinarily good. He's optimistic. Uh, he is resolute. Uh, he is determined to win. Uh, he really is a happy warrior, despite all the crap he's got to go through. Uh, and he, he has a certain sense of destiny. He's highly self-confident that he is going to be returned to the White House. And trust me, he is not doing this for himself. If you understood all the crap he's got to go through, uh, you're right. The simple thing to do would be to retire and play golf and spend time with your grandchildren. But he loves the country too much for that. He's not going to do that. He will never quit. He said it Tuesday in Iowa, kind of blew me away. He said, if I have to run for president from a prison cell, I will. That's a, that's a scary yeah. and, imagery. And what they're doing is they're turning him from an icon to a martyr. And that's what they're doing right now. Um, they're making him stronger. He's like one of them superheroes, you know, they're like made of energy. And the more you like throw missiles at him, the more energy absorbs. He's kind of like that. He, uh, um, uh, God, I, I mean, I don't even know how he takes all this stuff. It, it's so ridiculous. Um, they're, they, they're charging him for everything all of them do. And, uh, and they're all guilty of it. And nobody ever on their side ever has to pay for it. And the Russia hoax, uh, people, uh, uh, nobody's paid for any of it and they're not, and they probably won't, but, um, uh, it's more than just Trump. I mean, and you've experienced this, they want, they want to tell you that if they're not going to allow an outsider to go up there and they they own that town, they decide, and they don't care if it's a Republican for four years and a Democrat for four years, they know they control all of them and they divide $4.5 trillion, trillion a year among their friends. And they own they own the FBI and the CIA and 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 they run the armies and the navies and they an outsider w w look what's happened when one outsider in the history of our country a, a guy that was a businessman tried to get up there and actually help the people not help the military war machine not help you know the lobbyists not help the donors but actually his own Republican Party who has given Ukraine $150 billion, couldn't even come up with $4 billion with House and the Senate to give them for a wall. And they're, they're, they've got a lesson to teach you. If you come up here and you come up here where we own this town, we're gonna come after you. We're gonna, we're gonna arrest your lawyers. We're gonna make people where you can't even get a lawyer. We're gonna arrest all your friends. Everybody had anything to do with the campaign. We're gonna put bullshit charges against them like they did you. We're gonna put them in prison for life. And this is what's going to happen. This is the example of what's going to happen if you ever come to our town and try to mess with the Uniparty. And that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, that's an excellent place to leave it right there. Uh, Cat Turd 2 uh, on X, if formerly known as Twitter, uh, commonly known as Cat Turd, always lively, always bringing the truth. I am going to get my hat for the next time we are together. I want to thank you very much for joining us today in the Stone Zone. God bless you. That is my pleasure. Thank you so much for the invite. All right, folks, that was the legendary Cat Turd. We have just about two minutes for me to remind you that today's program was brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com uh, and use promo code STONE when you do. Uh, whether it is the new... Uh, incredibly revolutionary MyPillow 2.0 or the dog and cat beds or the pet blankets or the all-season slippers or the MyPillow sandals or the throw blankets or the waffle blankets uh, or the mattress toppers or the incredible closeout sale on bath towels. You do not want to miss this. Uh, my friend uh, Officer Sal Greco pointed out last night, this is six towels for a mere $29.98, that's a 50% savings. When they're gone, they're gone, as Mike Lindell says. Uh, go and order yours now, but you only get this deep discount when you use promo code STONE. I'm Roger Stone. Tomorrow on the Stone Zone, Troy Smith of Rare.us joins me for an update on Robert F. Kennedy's independent candidacy for president. We'll see you then. Until then, God bless you and Godspeed.
Hello, everyone. I wanted to get in here and uh, interrupt this great show by my great friend, Roger Stone. And uh, what we have is we have the best special ever exclusive to Lindell TV. And that is we have the, the everybody knows the towel sets, right? That's a six piece towel sets. If you go down to the radio podcast, we've got um, we've got our right there. They are He's $29.98. We're closing them out. We're closing out the towels. We have our new Shapir long stable, our new design on the right there. Those are that we're, those are on sale too. But what the exclusive for for uh, our listeners and anyone watching Roger's show here, uh, you get there. They are. We're closing these towels out. Once they're gone, they're gone. They're only I believe there's three colors left. Six piece towel sets. This is what I wanted to do to help out all our great hosts here and. Uh, Roger's one of the best. So use the promo code STONE and you get it for $29.98 for a six-pack set. Otherwise, you call this number 800-858-0402. Use that promo code STONE. Uh, my operators are standing by. You're helping my pillow. You're helping yourself with these great products. And you and keep watching Roger's great show here on Lindell TV.